Welcome to episode number 53 of Nurses Living the Good Life. My name's Ann Conkley. I'm a certified nurse midwife and a certified life and business coach, and I'm so glad that you're here. I got to tell you something though, I'm on fire today. So watch out. This is episode's going to be loaded with some pretty fierce thinking. Okay. So if you need a kick in the ass, let's fucking go. Okay. So that's my disclaimer statement for this podcast. All right. So I just want to tell you something I think is funny. You guys will just chuckle at this. I don't know if you ever see the TikTok videos where like it's the guy and he's, um, he is, um, they're taking a video of him and he's acting like his wife and he's got a wig on and he's like getting in the car and he has like all of his bottles of water and he's got his like water bottle and then he's got like the coffee mug and then he's got the purse and like all the things and the lunch pail and he's like trying to get in the car with all the bags and all the cups and or like come in the house and he's just like whoa (laughs) making fun of his wife um for you know, carrying all of her shit. Well, I just came back. I was doing a uh, visit over at our um, local pediatrics office, which I love um, that I take my kids to. And I'm uh, taking part in a COVID research trial. And so I was just chuckling because I uh, came home from that. I had a water bottle, which I just bought this new one that I really like. It's by the Simple Modern brand. I think it's SM. This is like, it's a super nice, like sleek black one. And then I have this um, I think it's y- Togarushi or Yogarushi. It's this um, really fantastic Japanese coffee mug that I got off of Amazon. It's this beautiful champagne color and it keeps coffee fucking piping hot. Like, I mean, so hot that like eight hours later, if I even leave it in my car, I've had this one for a while. Even if I were to leave it in my car and come back at the end of the like clinic day, it would still be hot. I mean, it's crazy. So anyway, so I'm getting in I'm and you know, where what did I do while I was out? I went and got an Americano, a decaf Americano at um, Starbucks, which is my favorite Starbucks Starbucks drink. So I, I'm coming in from the house and I was just like chuckling to myself because I was trying to manage the water bottle, my um, my you know flask of hot coffee, which I you know made uh, took with me in the car, in my little champagne you know stainless steel beautiful coffee um, mug, and then I've got a cup of um, coffee from Starbucks with you know I mean it's just comical. And I was just like, God, I'm so that I'm so that woman. But I don't really care because I love all of my drinks and I like being hydrated and I don't really give a fuck. So whatever. If it takes me three or four of them, I'm on it. I'm I'm good with that. <laughs> it's not a problem. So I I wanted to talk a little bit about today. Um, this something I think will be useful to you because I I you know what we have is right now you'll be hearing a little bit more over this podcast and then the next couple of podcasts about a program that we've got coming up called Coach Training, and this is a program that's really designed for advanced practice nurses who want to learn how to coach and who want to understand um, you know get skilled at the art of coaching. And, and the science and understand the science behind it and the art of it. And, and then they want to have some support in helping to build that, you know, coaching endeavor into a business, whether that's as a small side hustle and a couple extra grand a month, or it is a um, tool that they want to incorporate into their practice, or it is a tool that they want to use and take and create a business like I do. So with coach training, um, we've been talking a lot about results and getting results and and what that means. And it's so interesting because I just thought I would share with you some of the things that I've experienced in my life as a result of being coached or of coaching. And um, and I did my first coach certification back in 2018. I started at Case Western Reserve University. If you want to know a little bit more about the story, um, go check out the podcast episode. That's how I became a coach. 
Um, and it I'll, I'll, I'll go through the whole story there, but I did an executive coaching certification program at Case in 2018. And what I learned then was what my big takeaway from actually doing that was, oh, this is really interesting. And I do a lot of these things already. And I learned a lot of tools in that, uh, in that training. I learned a, um, foundational technique that I still use to this day that I also, um, use with all my clients and teach them. I used, I learned um, goal setting kind of in a different way. I, I learned a, um, a more of a framework around positive psychology and coaching and emotional intelligence than I, that I, you know, had ever had. And it's influenced all the work that I do today. And so, but what my biggest takeaway from that day was, oh, wow, I actually am pretty good at self-coaching. Like I'm actually like I this is stuff I've always been doing because remember in 2018 when I started this coach training, what was fascinating was that I had a already at that point 10 years of experience under my belt as a as a certified nurse midwife. I had been through 10 years, uh, I think I said 10 hours, I meant to say years. I had been through 10 years of seeing patients in the office, of being on call, of managing my brain around, you know, having six babies, you know, catching six babies on a 12-hour shift, about having a line of triagers out the door and being, feeling so overwhelmed, right? Like I had to manage my brain around all of that. And I did it, right, in a variety of circumstances, Um right? One was at um, Kaiser Permanente where I first started. And then my second stint was at University Hospitals where, you know, I not only served as a medical director in in an administrative role, but also did a lot of clinical stuff in a pretty high acuity and uh, high volume setting. So I had a lot of experience with, with managing my brain. I don't think I gave myself enough credit or knew that a lot of the skills that I already knew at that point were the skills that were going to help me also be very effective as a coach going forward, but that those were the skills that not only had they been useful for me, but they were really useful for patients that I was, you know, seeing. So I thought I would just give you a sense of, you know, what's been possible with having coaching tools in my back pocket. And regardless of whether or not you go on to build a coaching business or start a practice or, you know, you get trained as a coach, I just want you to know what's possible when you use these coaching tools to your advantage, because I think it's unbelievable. And I'm going to, I'm going to blow through some of the results that I've created over the past five years. And they're amazing when I look back and especially knowing full well where it came from, which was that I was in the throes of burnout and I was fucking a miserable, I, I was, I, I was a fucking miserable cow. Um, I was an absolute disaster, not a disaster, like, cause on the outside things to look pretty kept and like well-maintained and put together. But on the inside, it was scary. Like I was just, I had so much drama. I had so much burnout. I didn't feel good. I, you know, it, it was just not a great time in my life for those several years leading up to 2018, going through an MBA program, trying to find a, a second career path, like feeling so burnt out and so powerless in a system that, you know, where I was working, it felt terrible. So let's talk about some of the things that have happened over the past five years. Cause I think, um, you know, I think that the saying is we often overestimate what's possible in a year, but we underestimate what's possible in three years. And so I just want to give you a sense of, you know, what, what's, what's changed and there's a lot of it. So number one, um, first one, lost weight. So this is something I hear from a lot of you guys about 
um, you know, and I actually just saw a fellow FNP this morning. Um, we were just talking about, um, uh, you guys will know I've interviewed Brittany Kolb on the podcast and she is a weight loss coach trained by Life Coach School and has an amazing program that she helps her clients lose weight. And with her you know, program, she's helped her clients lose at this point and it's probably more since I talked to her last, but over 600 pounds. Right, just with you know, no starvation, no, um, no, um, you know, uh, keto, no counting fucking points. Like just with with literally getting to the root cause of you know uh, your relationship with food and and creating ease around food and and having the result of permanent weight loss. It's amazing. So, anyways, but one of the first things that I did was that when I found coaching and when I found some of these additional tools was I lost weight. And I was probably about, this was in 2019, I was about 162 pounds. And it was interesting, when I went through the executive coaching program at Case, I was, um, I had just read um, Obesity Code by um, Jason Fung and was starting to understand a little bit more about intermittent fasting and thought, oh, that's kind of interesting, but you know, I don't know, like it sounds really hard. Like I remember thinking intermittent fasting sounds really, really hard. And But I found Katrina Ubell's podcast and I found um, the hunger scale and I found these tools and all of a sudden I was like, oh, it's not so hard. And I immediately dropped about my first 10 pounds just by in- introducing a couple of like pretty simple tools that I learned from coaching um, in probably about two months time, right? Dropped 10 pounds. And you could see it. I mean, it was like, you know, 10 pounds, like at 162 pounds, come down to 152 pounds was pretty noticeable. So I lost those first 10 pounds with just implementing a pretty simple coaching tool. Then what was interesting was that I went from 152 down to about 145 over the next you know few months. And what's so fascinating is that I have maintained my weight at around about 145 pounds. I think actually with um, the first tool I used, the first coaching tool that I had and used, I think I came down to about um, 100 and like... 42. That was probably my lowest point. And then I, I got back up to 145, which is a great weight for me. It's a weight where I feel super comfortable and I really, my clothes fit and everything, you know, feels good to me. Um, and I've literally maintained that over the past two years. Now, what's interesting is that when, you know, you guys will know if you've listened to the podcast, you'll know that I cut out gluten, dairy, and soy about well, a little over a year ago when I learned, um, did functional medicine testing and, you know, food sensitivity testing and, and also learned that gluten and dairy were such big components of Hashimoto's. And so I eliminated those from my diet. And when I did that, I lost a ton of weight. Like I, I went down to probably about 139. I think that was my lowest uh, point. Um, and then I've since then bounced back up. I'm probably around about, again, 145 pounds and I keep it steady and I maintain it there, right? And the only reason I think I dropped down after cutting out gluten and dairy was that I was like literally convinced that there was no food to eat. I was just like only eating vegetables and protein. And I was like, oh my God, there's nothing to eat. Oh my God, I'll never be able to eat carbohydrates again. Like all is lost and life sucks. I mean, that was, you know, that that was a tough moment. Um, and if you were around, if you know me, uh, those first few months that I did gluten-free, dairy-free, oh my God, thank God I had a life coach because she helped me work through so much of that shit. Um, but, but in general, over the past almost now five years, I've maintained my weight around about 145 pounds. I've not, and I will never go back up to 162 pounds. Mark my fucking words. Because the the techniques that I have now, 
just, I just don't do that anymore, right? I don't eat the way I used to. I don't think about food in the way I used to. I um, have so much more comfort around food. I don't overeat as much. I don't, I just have changed, drastically changed my approach and relationship with food so much. So that's a huge one for me because weight has been a struggle for me. It was, it's, you know, I've always been kind of an up and downer. I did Weight Watchers. I was a lifetime member, you know, still am a lifetime member at Weight Watchers. But even with Weight Watchers, like I probably would never recommend that program again, even knowing now what I know about coaching and what's available, um, you know, in terms of the changing a relationship with food and with your body and what's available if you're willing to do that and not having to sacrifice and do like all this point counting shit. So that's been amazing. Um, In general, I think in the same vein, I have a much better relationship with my body, right? Because the reality is that when you are um, the person who says, oh, I have Hashimoto's and and then you find out like, oh yeah, not only are you sensitive to wheat and gluten and soy and like so many components of wheat and dairy and whey and, you know, all these different components of dairy, like not only are you sensitive to those, but also you know, dairy and gluten are two of the biggest uh, dietary contributors to Hashimoto's and to, uh, you know, thyroid dysfunction. So, so to be that person who says, oh, well, I know that and I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to eliminate those things from my diet. And to be the person 18 months later, who's like, yeah, I'm still doing that. It's amazing, right? Like that's an amazing advantage that I've had with coaching. Why? Well, because I've again, worked on all of the reasons why, you know, I now show up with food in a very different way. My relationship with food has changed so drastically. And what's so impressive is that, you know, my weight shows it, my thyroid function shows it, my energy level shows it. I have way less fatigue. My skin is so much clearer, right? Just because I learned to manage my relationship with food and I learned to take things out that weren't good for my body. And I learned to do it in a way that was really loving and kind. And it wasn't easy. I'm like by no means saying this is a easy process, but the framework is pretty simple. And um, and it's so worth it. Even if it's not easy, even if it's hard, it's so worth it, right? So better relationship with my body. And on the same vein, I would say there's a I have a better relationship with myself in general, right? There are things that I do now and ways that I show up that are so drastically different uh, than how I used to, whether it's in the way that I dress. Um, I've done like a complete revamp of my closet. I just, you know, it's funny, even this weekend, I went to a um, funeral for a, um, a, a family um, a member and, or a distant family member. And I, um, was just chuckling because I put on a pair of black pants, like black, uh, dress pants. And I was thinking, you know, and I put on my, I have these beautiful, um, nude pumps that I love and, uh, you know, put or black dress pants and a black top. And I was just like, gosh, it's so simple. And like, this is the style that I love. And it, it, brings in elements of what I used to wear and the way I used to dress, which was to wear typically a lot of dress pants and um, and dance goes or, but it's, it's cleaned it up in a way that I love, right? Like now I'm wearing a pair of pointy heels that I absolutely, in a color that I absolutely love. They're this cream in your coffee kind of color. They're fucking beautiful. And this, and the way that the pants hang and the, the, just the style of it, right? Like putting a white coat over a, a white winter coat over a black outfit with a pair of nude pumps. Like it just is a style that I absolutely love. And that's drastically different than the way that I used to dress, which was, you know, a lot more pinks, purples and pastels and, you know, um, 
maybe some of the cooler colors that just don't complement my skin tone. So all the silver, you know, I've just really phased that out. And I'm into, I wear mostly gold jewelry because it complements my skin tone, right? Like these are things that, that it's like that relationship, the relationship with, with uh, yourself contributes to a better relationship with the clothes that you choose and the food that you choose and the way in which you eat. Um, and so all of that really systematically has changed for me. Um, better relationship with midwifery and nursing. So what's interesting is that when I left midwifery, I, when I went through burnout, I really struggled and I was like, you know, you know, it was all the terrible thoughts. Like, I hate this. You know, I, I can't stand it. If one more patient calls me, I'm just going to lose it. And what's interesting is that I had to get to a point with midwifery where I was able to look at it and say, the work that we do is good. And I love being a midwife and I love certain parts about it. And then there are other parts that I'm ready to release and to welcome some new things into my life. And that's really what, and that whole viewpoint, right, is fantastic because here's what I'm going to tell you, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job, whether it is a, um, a, um, consultant that you're using, get to a point where you have complete and total love for that person before you leave it or love for that job or love for that, um, that thing that you bought, get to a place where you can love it before you leave it. It's the hardest challenge but it's so rewarding because here is what will happen. It will make you deal with all of your bullshit thinking and all of the reasons and all of the like doubt and this negative self-talk and all of the consternation and frustration and suffering. It will make you deal with it because in order to become the person who looks at the situation, who steps back out of burnout and says, wait a minute, what are the like, am I willing to think differently about this situation about, you know, the 10,000 women and, and families that I've helped in Northeast Ohio? Am I willing to think differently about my contributions? and what we do as a profession. And if I can take that standpoint, I mean, I can leave that the profession and say like, oh yeah, of course, midwifery is an amazing profession. I love it. And for me right now, it's, it's not the best fit. And so I'm taking everything I love about it. And I'm, I'm going to use that in a new skill set and it's called coaching and I'm going to build a business and build a practice and it's going to be fucking amazing. Right. But like, I can't get to that point if I'm just like, midwifery sucks, patients suck, fucking 2 30 a.m., vag discharge in the ED fucking sucks. Right. Like, cause, you know, it's hard to see anything good when the attitude is so negative. So, one of the skills that I've learned in coaching is really getting to a place where I'm really comfortable. And if I'm not like totally in love with it, I can at least look at it from a neutral standpoint and say, oh, yeah, there are things here. There are some good, some bad. And, you know, and, and, and I can then leave it. Like I've learned my lesson. I've learned how to manage my brain in that moment. And then I can just like with grace and self-compassion and so much love step away from it. Right. It's the same thing with partners. It's the same thing with friendships. Like don't leave any of those things before you get to the point where you can see clearly and say, oh yeah, there are reasons I used to love this person. There are things about this person that are, make her, him or them human. And, um, and am I willing to see the beauty in that and have love for this person, regardless of how they act, how they show up, what they do? Am I, uh, am I able to just have peace in my heart and maybe even love for them and still decline to be with them? Like it's a beautiful fucking thing because what happens is that again, if you can get to that place, then you can decide, like, look back at all of it and be like, all right, what do I want to take? Like, what do I want to keep going forward and and look for in a new relationship or a new job or a new endeavor? And what do I just like never want to do again? Right? 
so much easier to do if you've if you've learned how to um, learn to love it before you leave it, right? This is the old adage of like, don't run away from things, run, don't run away from something, run to something, right? Be able to, to, you know, are you willing to look at your thinking and say, oh yeah, like, how can I look at this a little differently? Um, if you guys know too, and the relationship for me has changed a lot with nursing. One of the things, if you guys know, if you've noticed, and you've been with me long enough is that in the beginning of my business, I really didn't want to, and this sounds so funny. You guys are going to chuckle at this, but in the beginning of my business, I didn't want to work with nurses because I was like, nurses are so passive aggressive. I mean, this is me. Don't, and don't take it personally because this is just me projecting all of my insecurities and all of my shit onto everybody else. So, you know, it took me like a good amount of therapy and coaching to realize that, but I'm like, oh yeah, that was just me. I, the only reason I didn't want to work with nurses is because I had some discomfort and I was still really passive aggressive in my communication and I didn't know how to negotiate and I didn't know how to sit comfortably at the, you know, table and, you know, raise my hand in meetings and and to do it without shitting my pants, right? Like, or I didn't know how to get up in front of a crowd and give grand rounds without literally feeling like I was going to pass out and fall over and die because I was so nervous, right? But that was all just a reflection of me. And so when I think about nursing and I think about kind of the journey, which is that originally I thought, oh, I'm not going to work with nurses. Maybe I'll work with midwives, but I'm not going to work with like nurses. And my view of the nursing profession was so negative because why? Well, I come out of a lot of toxic stuff and um, and I and and was did not have a clean and clear mind um, about, you know, all of the value that we create every day. So it took me some time. So what you'll see is if you look back at some of my programming, that's why we started out with um, originally with the Cultivate program and Women Who Cultivate. And then at some point I was like, oh, I'm I'm literally just working with nurses, like, right? And I started out my coaching practice working with just about anybody as I was getting it off the ground, which was amazing. I learned so much, but also learned that nurses are my people. Like advanced practice nurses in particular, they're my people because like, you know, it takes a certain level of dedication and commitment and, um, you know, to get to this level. And and those are the people I want to be with and I want to work with. And they're the people I want to support because they, they you know, like I don't want anybody to have to go through like shitting their pants trying to give up, get up and give a Grand Rounds presentation because they feel so insecure and inadequate and they are terrified that they are, you know, not supposed to be there and, you know, somebody's going to fucking find out like that they're wildly unprepared to give this Grand Rounds, right? Which is like the hallmark of imposter syndrome. Right. Like if I can help, like advanced practice nurses are my people because I get it. I so understand it. Right. But here's what's so funny. I had to do some work on not only my views of nursing, but also my own relationship with nursing and my own relationship with with the, you know, how things go, go in nursing. And um, and that was work to do. And coaching helped me to really change and reframe and build a tremendous business, as you know, that's called um, Authentic Coaching LLC. And that has this robust program and endeavor called Nurses Living the Good Life. None of that would have been possible if I was still thinking the same way about nursing as I was when I left the practice of midwifery or when I left the bedside as a nurse, as an RN, like vastly different approach. Um, one of the things that's really shaped up for me too with coaching and 
really seeing some of my own drama around money is just our finances. And, you know, right now I run Use Quicken and I um, I set a budget and I'll be honest, this has been a um, source of contention in my relationship with my partner for many years because I've just had a very kind of like lackadaisical approach to money. Like, oh, it'll always be there and we've never, we've always figured it out and like, why would we plan? And, and I have, right, with coaching, coaching helped me see that that wasn't the attitude that was going to help me create more financial abundance down the road, like for me personally. For some, that may work, but for me, not going to work. And really, the other piece of coaching that helped me see was who, what kind of partner do I want to be to a person who has a desire to create more financial stability and more, and to build financial wealth? Like, how do I want to show up in that relationship as a partner in that endeavor? And that was something I had never considered. So, so coaching and just the, the ability to have somebody help me work through a lot of my drama around sticking to a budget and, and using a software like Quicken to understand all that's coming in and to really be strategic in terms of planning. And then to look back over the past year at your finances and say, where did every fucking dollar go? Because that's what I've done in the past six months. Where did every dollar go last year? I can tell you within very quickly, within a few minutes, where the money went, exactly where, because I know is all categorized. I could show it to you in a Excel spreadsheet. I could show it to you in a graph form. I could put it on a pivot table. I can tell you exactly where we spent our money. And I know to date where we are, if we're on track, if we're behind, if we're ahead. And that feels fucking amazing. Okay. Amazing. So, and that I've never, ever had that relationship with, well, at least up until probably a few months ago, if we're being super honest, right? And building a business really helped me to develop this kind of momentum to to step into that role of looking at, uh, you know, being that person who looks at finances with ease and who who manages her brain around the discomfort that sometimes come and the scarcity that can come up with money, right? But um but that's an amazing change and it's huge. And not only has it been good for me, but I'm telling you, it has been so amazing for my relationship uh, to become that version of myself who's like, yeah, if I can give me a quick end, I'll take it. I'll win there. Let me find a way. Let's go. Because that's what I did. Um, and then I think, um, you know, here's the other piece you guys know, I'll talk about this. Um, you know, I talk about this on the podcast that, you know, committing to really moving my body and committing to walking. And I'll tell you right in the, it's probably the beginning of the pandemic, I started walking and I at that time knew that if I couldn't get out of the house, because you guys remember what it was in lockdown, if I couldn't get out of the house, then I was not going to allow myself to go crazy within the house. And so if all I could do was walk around the block, I was going to do that. And I started a daily practice of walking and almost three years later, I still do it every day. Now I had been on and off with yoga and walking and exercise routines for many, many years up to the pandemic. But in the pandemic, I really thought, oh, okay, I'm limited in terms of what I can do outside of our home. So what can I do that serves me, that is easy on my body, that helps me manage my stress and really helps me, you know, stay on track? Walking was it. And I've committed to that over the past three years. And I'm telling you, I don't go more than at most three to four days. And the only reason I would do that is because I've been sick or had surgery. And that's it. Otherwise, I'm walking and I rarely miss more than a, a day or two uh, back to back. But right, becoming that person who's who gets up every morning, even when it's just like it was this morning, 25 degrees out and windy, and just 
making sure that, right, even on the days when I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to walk today, right? And just being the person who always closes her rings, that's amazing, right? But I'll tell you a couple years ago, you know, before I was had a skill of being able to see my brain, I would give into that and be like, oh my God, I'm so tired. I'm just going to stay in bed. Yeah. Which is fine. We're not here to judge it. And that works for some people. But if you want to become the person who has, you know, a tight ass, chiseled abs and a and, and thin arms and who manages her mind and who has manageable levels of stress and who doesn't like erupt like a volcano when her kids fucking ask her something, then yeah, you might want to think about <laughs> whether or not it really serves you to give in to your like, I'm so tired every morning because it didn't for me. And it still doesn't every day, right? Every day I I still have, my brain still fights me like, don't get out of bed. Oh my God, it's so cold out there. And then I'm like, yeah, but who do I want to be at the end of the day? Do I want to just like like rest in bed and know I gave it everything I got? And I got out there for 45 minutes. I pounded the pavement. I listened to something that was really motivational and that helped me think differently and that um, I got the dog out. She got two and a half miles of a fucking walk. And so she's a, a better managed dog. She got some of her puppy energy out. Like, is that what I want? Yeah. So then it's going to take me making a decision in the moment, right? Even though my brain fights me all the fucking way. So um, so those are some of the wins. Now, I'm not going to go into all the wins on the client side because like that's fucking amazing. I mean, and I mentioned some of them, you know, one client helping her clients use 600 pounds and you know, building private practices and leaving toxic jobs and leaving toxic relationships and, um, you know, uh, building businesses, becoming coaches. Like, I mean, the work that my clients done and my ability to support them is so vastly different and so amazing um, compared to, you know, what it's ever been in a coaching or mentorship or consulting role. Um, and so, right, that's a huge ripple effect, I think a knock-on effect, right? If I am, am willing to do that for myself and then I can show up for others to do it, I mean, fucking winning. If you're a maximizer like I am and you like to win in multiple areas and get the most bang for your buck and get the most juice like out of the lemon, like this is, we just nailed it. Like do good work in the world, help others do good work in the world, and then fucking celebrate the hell out of it. It's amazing. Um, So Nonetheless, you know, I attribute a lot of the success to really having coaching tools in my back pocket. So that's why we have offered coach training and why it is, um, you know, coming up here in April. Um, this will be a six-month program that is designed to help you again learn the tools that I use every day that I use to help create the business that I have, the that I create to, um, that I use to create a stable weight that I use to have a better financial status and a better handle on my finances that I use to have a better relationship with my body, um, that I use to have a better relationship with myself. So I'm not people pleasing and doing all the perfectionist bullshit. Um, and, um, and that, you know, all of these tools, these are included in coach training. And so coach training is a great opportunity. If you're kind of at a point where you're like, you know what, I want to learn some tools. I want to learn some skills come over and I'll show you how to do it. And I will show you how I've done it, how I help my clients do it. And and then the beauty is not only do you learn how to do this yourself, but you can take it and help somebody else do it, which is fucking amazing. Especially if you're a person who wants unlimited earning potential, you want a little bit more freedom in your life, you want some more flexibility that you're not getting from a current typical nine to five or like clinic position, 
this is for you. Coaching is an amazing tool, not only that can help you be a better advanced practice nurse, but that can help you create an entirely new, beautiful career for yourself. So come and check out coach training. Like, let's go. You want to do this stuff? I'm, we're going to cover all of it in coach training. Okay. So, um, more information at, um, www.coachtraining. That's with a K coachtraining.com. Go find it. Okay. Lots of information about the program and, um, and lots of resources for you. If you have questions, you let me know, reach out. Um, but let's go get signed up and like, let's change your life. Like, can you imagine in five years? Like, I I don't think if I look back and said like, oh my God, what's possible in five years? Do you think at the end of five years, you'll be 17 pounds down? You will have a fucking absolutely 360 degree different view uh, and relationship with your body, with yourself, with your husband, with your financial situation, and with your fucking health. Oh my God. I mean, come on. Like, I, like what? There's nothing else that's out there that's going to do that. I don't care. Like, you know, you want to talk about trips to Italy. You want to talk about, you know, uh, you know, I, you, there's just nothing out there else that's going to help you. And it's not, you know, we're teaching skills too in coaching. We teach skills that the benefit is you learn them. You'll never, your life changes because no one can ever take that away from you, which is amazing. That's the kind of life I like to have, right? That's the kind of life I want to live. So so if you do too, come on, check us out, www.coachtraining. That's with a K because that's how we do things around here, coachtraining.com. Go check it out. Let me know if you have questions and let's fucking go. I can't wait to see you in April and uh, teach you how to coach. Okay? Okay. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.